Hi everyone, it's me, Brianna. Welcome back to No Limits. It's episode 47, and we're going to talk about lots of fun stuff today, like Spider-Man. It'll be good. Spider-Man. Yeah, it'll be good. <laughs> Coming out. Welcome back from the intro. Lovely as always. I do like our intro. <laughs> it's pretty good. So I'm sat in silence every time because it's just every single time. Yeah, yeah. That's really sad. Yeah. Do you ever I just know. go listen to it just for a little thrill? Um, not really. <laughs> I was gonna say just say no. <laughs> I have it in my head though, but so I can play it in my head whilst I'm sat here. <laughs> contemplating life decisions you know, or whatever i do when you know what you should do is just like download the intro and then just press press play at the same time so you're like experiencing it that, that sounds that sounds like hassle i'm not going to do that oh that would be fun all right um well hello out there uh my name is brianna today i'm joined by my co-host sam um you are listening to no limits a playstation podcast uh, remember, you can find a video version on this podcast at youtube.com slash save the game media every Tuesday. While you're over there, please subscribe to the channel. We'd really appreciate it. Um, we just hit 700 recently, so that was exciting. Um, if you'd rather listen to audio, we are on all your favorite podcast services and would love if you could leave us a review. It really does help us grow and we do love feedback. Um, if you do want to support us and get early access to all Save the Game Media content, um, you can head over to patreon.com slash save the game media and choose the tier that's right for you, just like our current patrons did. Um, Bucky Blue, Amon, Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Nikolai at night, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, Marcus O'Neill, Lillian, Mimi J, The Snack Network, David Hotright, Dave Harp, and the Xbox Expansion Pass. Again, that's patreon.com slash save the game media. So check it out. Um, if we get to enough um, subscriber peeps, um, then we get a tattoo on Kevin's butt. So I'm still not sure he's gonna commit. He to said that, so. he was like, he was like, if we have a thousand patrons, I don't care. It's <laughs> like, well, all right. He's like, I do almost anything. And I was like, okay, you're gonna get tattoo on your butt. The gauntlet has been thrown down then, I suppose. Yeah. Make it happen. Mm -hmm. Please, because there's nothing <laughs> I'd find funnier than Kevin getting butt tattoo. That's good. Um, alrighty. Um, you can also hang out with us in the Discord. The link will be below, as always. Um, now that we've got all that out of the way, um, how are you, Sam? What have you been playing, watching, all that fun stuff? Um, I'm I'm okay. I'm uh very tired, very very tired. Um, which is not abnormal for me, unfortunately. But I am in a pretty, pretty good spot. Um, I have been watching a lot of great stuff. I've been playing a lot of great stuff. Um, so I'm glad that I've lost sleep um, and my sleeping schedule is shot. Uh, in terms of watching, just very quickly, I mean, I know this is a gaming podcast, but I will say I've seen Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I have nothing but praise for it uh i know that uh the people over at frame by frame 
have had an episode talking about Miles Morales. Um, you should go check that out if you haven't. It's a very good discussion. Um, it's disappointing that I couldn't be there because of work, as always. Um, but I also watched the finale of Succession, which was equally excellent. So it's just been a, a, an all-round great week for television and film. Um, and then what have I been playing? Uh, I can actually say for the past couple of weeks, I've been playing Street Fighter VI which is you know it's a thing i'm not a street i'm not a i'm not a fighting game person i'm not good at fighting games but it has been an enjoyable experience um i think it's probably the most accessible fighting game i've seen um can't say i've tried a lot admittedly i've i've tried a fair few of the more combats injustices uh I think I tried out one of the Dragon Ball games. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter VI feels the most sort of newbie friendly. Um, and I was thankfully, up until the past few days, covering solely the single player stuff. So I didn't have to, you know, get good or anything really, um, mm -hmm. which was saving grace because I would have probably been 25% done as opposed to basically 100% done um, at this stage, which, you know, I'm uh, glad that it's all done. I had most of it to, ready to go at launch. That was a fun time. Um, I cannot say what else I'm playing. Redacted. Um, factions. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing factions. <laughs> Druckman, Druckman saw like the piece that Schreier put out the other week, and he was like, "Damn, we need some playtesters." And he was like, "Who do I know?" And the first name that came to his mind was mine. So yeah, yeah, I'm, doesn't uh, surprise me. I'm uh, playing factions as we speak. No, I'm I'm playing a game that I cannot talk about, although I can't talk about it. But you know something, Bree? Hmm. I wish I could. I wish I could. Okay. Good to know. Good yeah. to know. All right. <laughs> um, I have not been playing like any video games to be honest. Um I yeah. I had a pretty busy You've had all this busy life stuff happening. I know. It's crazy. Um, so my sister um graduated on the first. Um, which was Thursday. She called me while I was, or I guess I called her technically about something completely unrelated on Wednesday. And she had asked me, she's like, Hey, Brianna, um, I've been meaning to ask you, but is there any way you could crochet a lay for my graduation? <laughs> I said, Oh, your graduation tomorrow. And she said, yeah, you think you can do it? I said, yep, I can. <laughs> So did you manage it? I did. I finished mm. it about five minutes before she walked out the door to graduation. Damn. So yeah, um, I still hadn't packed. So I packed as soon as I got home, got my room ready for Luna um, and stuff like that. Cause I had to leave at like four 30 in the morning to get on the plane. So um, packed and crocheted like the first half of it. Um, and then um, fell asleep at like 1230, woke up 430, got on the plane, finished succession on the plane, 
made went straight from the airport to my mom's house and um, clocked in for work. And um, in between like spurts of work, I was just like crocheting a little heart out. <laughs> and yeah, and then I just spent the weekend with my family, so we didn't really do too much. My um, I watched uh, Inside, which is Bo Burnham's special on Netflix with my mom and my best friend Garrett. And neither of them had seen it before. So that was funny. Mm. It was funny. My mom kept saying, ah, what is this? <laughs> it was great. And she's like, I didn't want to see this man naked. And she kept saying stuff like that. It was just, it was great. Um, so yeah, just got to hang out with a bunch of family that I don't usually see. Like I saw a bunch of grandparents, um, some that I haven't seen in probably five plus years. Um, Damn. Yeah, so just like a little bit of context. So my uh, my family is like split a little bit. So my mom, so my mom was married to my dad, got divorced, got married to my stepdad. Lot lots of time later, got divorced. But I was around them long enough that I kind of am now a part of that family. But I like don't I'm not around them a lot. So I saw like my ex stepdad's parents, um, and they are divorced as well. So. <laughs> So, yeah, so I saw both sets of grandparents, um, and that was really fun. And I saw my mom's parents as well, um, which was also fun and interesting. And, yeah, it was it was a crazy weekend. Oh, and then we went to Pride um, uh, yesterday. Oh, my God, yesterday. Walked, like, eight miles at Pride. Saw Hell lots yeah. of boobs. It was great. As you do. <laughs> I mean, people just put like those little X tapes on their nipples and run around. And what else are you supposed to do at Pride? So it's the unofficial tagline of Pride. Yeah, mm -hmm. whole lot of boobs in the nice. Mormon <laughs> Mormon capital of the world. Pride, <laughs> a lot of boobs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's good. That's what I did with my weekend. So <laughs> I had no time to play games. I even brought my Switch, but it was really busy. So. Oh, and I also saw Across the Spider-Verse. I should include that. Yeah. It was amazing. I cannot wait to listen to the whole soundtrack on repeat in my really bass-heavy headphones. It's going to mm. be great. Okay, well, let's jump into the news. Speaking of Spider-Man, um, do you want to take this one or do you want me to take this one? I'm okay either way. I'll take it one now. Okay. We have a little bit of insight, ladies and gentlemen, of how character switching in Spider-Man 2 is going to work. Um, obviously, we got the gameplay reveal at the recent PlayStation showcase that should have been called a state of play. I mean, <clears throat> sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into that whole thing again. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going to stop because the rage was, it was just bubbling up my throat. I'm going to stop it. <laughs> Back down, back down, demon. Um, <laughs> so this is coming from Eurogamer uh, by Victoria Kennedy. Uh, very nice name. Uh, I'm quoting. I'm going to check who I'm quoting from first. Creative director Brian Intar, um, who, of course, was the creative director on the first Marvel Spider-Man from Insomniac. He said, and I quote, when you're playing the main story, we control when you switch between Pete and Miles. It's done in service to the story when we're making those switches, for sure. 
So, as you saw on that gameplay reveal, which is a segment of the main story, we are predetermining those based on what we want to do for how the story plays out. He continues, though, that when you are in Spider-Man 2's New York, it's a little bit different. He says, and I quote, We have content designed around Peter, we have content designed around Miles, and we have content where you can play as either. You'll be able to, in the open world, freely switch between them with a simple button press. Uh, being able to switch in the open world so quickly between the two characters is really, really awesome. Just being able to pick up and choose who I want to play as for a certain activity, it's been so awesome to have that feature. It's something we probably wouldn't have explored previously. Um, he continued by saying that the character switching will tie in with Spider-Man 2's three skill trees. There is one for Peter, one for Miles, and one that is shared. Mm. We want to make sure that when you do switch between the heroes, there's a sense of familiarity. They're both Spider-Man. You know how to play the game, but you still have that flexibility in that customization for upgrading each of them with their own skill trees. That's from Ryan Smith. Uh, he continues, the game director, he continues, we saw in the gameplay reveal where Miles has the evolved Venom powers, whereas Peter has the symbiote powers. And so those, those change a bit of how you play and you can upgrade those in their respective trees as well. Um, pretty much exactly what I wanted. Um, I think that that was one of the main questions that a lot of people had. You know, we, we were under the assumption that we would play as both, but how exactly that would be handled um, when they confirmed it wasn't going to be co-op, it was like, okay, so are we playing as Miles? You know, are they going to, spoilers, sort of Last of Us to it, where for a massive chunk we're playing as Peter, and then for a massive chunk we're playing as Miles, and then we might switch back and forth between the two towards the end. Um and like, would you have any control as a player over when that happened? Would that mess up the pacing or the story? You know, if you are miles in a cutscene that's meant to be for Peter, that kind of thing. So I'm, I'm just glad that they are. Um, what's the words? Taking, taking the wheel for, for the for the main story, because um, the it would be so anxiety inducing if I had to decide, if I was in control, like before I entered any mission objective, I would be fretting over who is, who's meant to be here. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd be so yeah. worried that I'm not getting the intended experience at any given moment. So I appreciate that they're keeping the, letting me be chaotic with switching to when you are in the open world and presumably post game um as well yeah for sure honestly like i i don't have too much to say to this because i haven't played spider-man or whatever it makes sense um i have to say though after watching across the spider-verse i'm like oh, i don't want to play these games but like i kind of do <laughs> hey, i just there's... loved across the spider-verse that much so you in in spider-man ps4 there is a peter b parker skin in Spider-Man Miles Morales, there is a Miles Morales skin with the special animation to it. So whilst you're swinging around it, it looks all framey the way that it does in the film. That's really cool. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. I hear you. I hear you. You could you could you could download Miles Morales right now 
on PlayStation Plus. Why would I download in. that first? I mean, because if you're not going to invest in a story of both and you just want to swing around as Miles for like a little bit and have a bit of fun with him in that animation style, because the animation style isn't there for the Peter B. Parker skin in the original game. It's just for Miles Morales. So like if you wanted to just experience that for like five, ten minutes. Okay. You know? Yeah, for sure. I don't think I do, but I guess we'll see. <laughs> that was like You're saying I just, you might. I yeah, that's true. I mean the thing is is like across the Spider-Verse was just so good that I was like, I just need more Spider-Man like right this second. So <laughs> you have two very good games waiting for you. What can I say? We'll see. I don't want to get your hopes up. No, I mean I, I'm 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 it's copium. I know it's not gonna happen, but I'm just well, I'm just gonna keep saying it. Yeah, not only that, but like the chances of me finishing. Well, that's exactly what I mean. <laughs> Hence why I just said just go to Miles Morales and do the suit swing around thing. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna see through both games. That's not gonna happen. I think you know? you're trying to egg me on here, so that way I feel like competitive and i do but it's not gonna work no i i know it's not gonna work i'm just I, i'm just <laughs> oh saying God. it for the sake of saying it because if if there's nobody here that is campaigning for how good those spider-man games are and worth playing they are then it's got to be me so mm -hmm. that's what i'm doing okay fair enough all right <laughs> let's jump <clears throat> i apologize we're kind of casual this week i just put some stories on here i didn't even order them so we're just jumping everywhere sorry it's fine taylor's taylor's like always the one that puts this <clears throat> stuff together right no it's usually me yeah i know, I know. Oh, okay i was, I was, sarcastic. I was, I was, I was like, trying no. to say like <laughs> that's the reason that it's so you know oh, casual yeah this week <clears throat> no um, i'm usually the one that orders it even if he does <laughs> Because yeah. I'm like, it needs to be in a certain order. So that's me. But it doesn't have to be. And I'm usually okay. But we'll see. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Let's get to the second story, which is kind of a sad story, but also kind of an exciting story. Um, so this is from Kotaku, Australia. Um, this just is the article that I liked. So this is from Luke Plunkett. Um, Waypoint is dead. Comma, long live remap. So, um, Vice had announced that they were closing Waypoint, which is Vice's video game website. Um, only a few weeks later, we now have the news that the site and its podcast will be live on a new home. The site's staff, which includes some of uh, the former Kotaku staff, announced that they're launching Remap, which is going to be basically the same thing as Waypoint, only not at Vice anymore. Um, because Vice never knew how to manage them properly and is in huge financial trouble. Instead, the crew now own their own work, which is definitely the future of serious quality independent video games. This is opinion. I don't know. I have no opinions here. Um, and it does say it is something they can be immensely proud of, which I 100% I agree there. I'm very excited for them. So um, it looks like they're going to be broadcasting on Twitch. They have a Twitter account and they have a website which has subscription tiers. So good luck to them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like, not that I don't have anything to comment, but it's sort of like everything you said, I wholeheartedly agree with that it sucks that we're seeing all of these things get shut down in the, you know, gaming industry in general, but like mm -hmm. the news coverage side of things, but to see that there is still 
you know, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah. We've got well, something coming out of yeah, destruction. Exactly. And I mean, the thing is, is we've seen so many closures at this point that it's nice to see that. Yeah. You know? Well, and also it's we're kind of like we're 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 peeking over the crest here where so many things are being shut down and so many people seem to be out of work, unfortunately, that eventually we're gonna end up riding a wave of new things coming because so many people are having to form together and make their own things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just so, like how there was a wave of no first party and then eventually we'll right. Yeah. Yeah. The first party. Seems the tide's still out on the Xbox front <laughs> um, It's just, just oh. oh god. Yeah. Just oh, still god. shallow waters over there. Hey ho. Rest what in can peace. You do? Yeah. I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> Xbox is dead. So that, you know, I wasn't gonna go that far, Brie, but you know, you did. So we're yeah. there now. Yeah, That's we're what there. We're <laughs> Chaos incarnate. Uh-huh. I do my best. It's especially bad when I'm actually like I'm I'm past my tired point to where I'm just tired. Yeah. Um, but like at some point we'll hit the swing up where all of a sudden I get this weird burst of energy that's really chaotic. So God, we better Hopefully. speed up the show before that <laughs> yeah, happens. Jesus Christ. Let's get out of here before that starts. <laughs> um oh moving on to the next story. I want to make sure, you know. Because you're I... running the show here. Oh. Because well, Taylor's not the dictatorship at the minute. Yeah, that's true. That's beating true. us into submission. Uh-huh. And I make sure that you're ready to move on to the next thing before I start talking about it. Sure. Um, you know what? I will say I am ready to move on to the next thing. Thank you. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good to know. I, well, you know, just to, I have to I have to double check. Yeah, for um, sure. Consent from the master of the podcast, each which is <laughs> is required. <laughs> So, um, much to my delight, and surely the delight of millions of people around the world, development appears to be progressing smoothly on Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two slash Rebirth, um, and it is all going according to plan. Uh, Square Enix are currently, supposedly, working on nailing down a release date. Uh, I'm reading from wario 64 on twitter um actually technically I'm, I'm also reading from final fantasy 7's official twitter account they've been putting out some weird stuff this started out of nowhere mm-hmm. where if square people just doesn't aware, surprise me anymore i mean know? i suppose but even for square this is odd for a game of this caliber you know what i mean that this is how they'd be doing it like just putting out for anybody that doesn't know um on the Final Fantasy VII uh, Twitter account, uh, starting on June 2nd for this first developer comment number one. Um, and they've been put intermittently putting some out every couple of days. They just have a random question. doesn't say who the question's from. It's just a question. This one specifically says, mm. and I quote, how is development progressing on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Good question. I wanted to know the answer to that as well. Oh, well, the answer is directly beneath it. How convenient. It says development is progressing smoothly and according to plan. We are currently working on nailing down a release date for the game. Um, and that is signed. Well, not signed, but it, it's, it says Final Fantasy VII Rebirth producer Yoshinori Kitase. Uh, Kitase. I like what she said um 
yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's weird to me that, like, if you're going to put this again, it's the what the bloody hell was that showcase for a game that we know is going to be PlayStation console exclusive at least. If it's everything's going well and it's not like the announcement of a delay, which this seems to not be, why would you not have Yoshinori come out and just do like a brief 30 seconds video? Doesn't have to show any gameplay, no new trailer or anything, but just have him being like, especially because 16 was there, Final Fantasy 16 was there. Mm -hmm. You could also have an as an addendum to that, be like, and as a as a as a little update for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, we don't have a confirmed. We're nailing down the release date. <laughs> the pro, you know, development is progressing smoothly, and we will have a release date for you soon. And then they like that, like this. You know? thing. But but now it's like they're just putting it out on Twitter, and people are having yeah. to find out tangentially. And I, I I imagine a fair amount of people just don't know yeah. that this is happening. Not that this is necessarily giving us anything new information wise, but still, like it's it's just bizarre. But uh, you know, like you said, Square Enix will Square Enix. Square does so. some really wild stuff. Honestly, if you've been following Kingdom Hearts, even kind of, then I not even slightly. <laughs> I'm I sure refuse. you've heard, I'm sure you've heard some of the story. The brief, yes, snippets. Yeah, so you know how Sora splits into a nose. Uh, no, stop it. My brain is mushing. It's no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Well. Um, yeah. It, I mean, if, if nothing else, it, it, it is a, a brief glimmer of hope for mm. our fantasy critic. You know, honestly, I was going to bring that up because I keep forgetting. I don't know if you saw the updates from this week. Probably not. But um. It looks like we're in first place currently. Not we to are talk in first place. any smack. We are. But we've Same. had eight games released. Yep. And the next place down, they're only like two points behind us currently. Mm -hmm. But, but, oh, I'm sorry. Are they further than behind? Hold on, hold on. 103 and 109. They're six points behind us currently. Suckers. But we've only had eight games released, and they've had ten games released. So Redfall really did them dirty, huh? It really did. It really did. Again, if only somebody saw that coming, you know. If only yeah. somebody saw that coming, you know. Honestly, we could if, be absolutely dominating. We, yeah, if we had countered that, we would be winning like so hard. It would be game over. Yeah. Complete. But alas, yeah, there's the updates for that. So. And then the other team is at 50 points. <laughs> hey, I mean, to be fair, to be fair, I don't think he stands a chance of winning. But a man does have good stuff on there. Yeah, for like sure. 16, Spider-Man 2, those will both do pretty well, if not Silk excellent. Song. Mm -hmm. That, that isn't do. happening this year. That's not happening this year. How dare you talk to me like this? I, hey, you, I platinum Toller Knight. Whoa. You know? <laughs> So don't don't talk to me like that. If, okay, no, that we need to get us, out. No, we need to get out of this mentality. Find the Hollow Knight stand, okay? Okay. I hundred percent in that game. So just because just yeah. because you platinum something doesn't mean you're a bigger fan, Sam. Well, I think it is because it no, shows a level of commitment. Shows a level of commitment and dedication to the game that you just don't have. So I think categorically, I'm. It is true. Fan. I never I never did finish the game. You didn't finish Hollow Knight. <laughs> 
know how any of this surprises you anymore. <laughs> it's not. It's not necessarily the not finishing that surprises me. It's the fact that, in spite of that fact, you're willing to go against me by saying that you're the bigger fan. I am. It's just that. Have you? Oh, I was literally this close to getting a Hollow Knight tattoo. So, yeah, were you gonna get Hollow Knight permanently tattooed on your body? No, because I, I don't. Well, I don't do tattoos. I don't do tattoos. Well, I, I mean, I don't. You know, so it's some people's boat. It's other people's not boat. Wow, not boat. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The analogy didn't quite go the way I was intending. No, it to go, it I think didn't. I think the intention was still there. I think, I think it was still understood what I meant. Are you scared of like needles? Like, just don't like it. No, I, I haven't got a problem with needles. I just, I just, not that I don't. It's not that I don't like tattoos. It's just that they're not for me. Like, I wouldn't have tattoos on me. I don't have a pr problem with people that have tattoos. Yeah, just, no, I, I was just curious, like, yeah, that's what, that's like why I was like, that's what, anyways, it doesn't matter, but. And that's not based on a phobia of needles or anything, it's just mm -hmm. the, a personal preference thing. Okay. Like, I, I admire a lot of tattoos that people have, it's just like, I, I wouldn't necessarily commit to having one on me. Mm. Okay. You know, so maybe, maybe, maybe you are the bigger Hollow Knight fan, you know? Maybe you I should go out and get that I don't like this. tattoo. No, so that they, somebody I don't else got get, it because it was like a no pre-made design. So hang on, hang on. So you're saying so wait, so you're implying that if somebody else on the planet already has No, a so tattoo, is it no, it was a particular tattoo artist that drew a design and they said this design is available, but somebody else got to the design before me. What and it you can't the tattoo artist. The tattoo artist. No, they no, they never ever ever do. Well, why that not is just like, go to that another is tattoo like artist a huge faux pas. Why not go to another tattoo artist with essentially the same design? Because they wouldn't tattoo somebody else's design. What if you didn't tell them that it was somebody else's design? You just well, like, hey, they'd probably find out. Or if they didn't find out, somebody else would and be like, that's really messed up. Yeah, but once it's on you, they can't take it off, can they? That's true, but they can sue you. Yeah, but you can just say that you had no idea. You know, how how can they prove? <laughs> Why are you trying to get me sued? How can they prove that you maliciously stole their? Uh... The thing is, is I could still get a Hollow Knight tattoo, but that tattoo artist, like the way that they had drawn it, I was really excited, and then I hesitated in booking because it was like in a random state that I'd never want to visit. Um. But and then it was gone. It was too late. So, well, I guess I oh, do well. have to remain the biggest fan. Hey ho. That's okay. Stop. We're gonna stop right here before it gets more competitive. <laughs> okay. So moving on. Still Final Fantasy, just different Final Fantasy. So there is a rumor that Final Fantasy Nine remake potentially could be PlayStation exclusive slash marketing. Um, and not coming to Switch. This is from Reset Era. Kind of kind of Twitter. Kind of Reset Era. But basically, yeah, that's basically it. I mean, it'll probably be forever until we see it. But that's the rumor. PlayStation, just for God's sake, buy Square Enix already. Just do it. You want to do it. Square want to be bought by you. Just do it. Okay. 
like Christ. The the more the longer <laughs> they're like doing a whole strip tease, and PlayStation is like, oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> this is like the worst edging I've ever seen. It's like what just just do the thing in it's public like, too. They, I mean, we saw it. We even saw it. I mean, it's not on the same scale, granted, but we saw it with Insomniac, where Insomniac were just making PlayStation games for so long. And it's like PlayStation obviously wanted them and Insomniac wanted to be bought by them. But I don't know why it took so long. Like, yeah. Insomniac could have easily been first party PlayStation halfway through the PS2 generation. Mm -hmm. But it took till the practically near the end of the PS4 generation or towards the end of the PS4 generation for it to happen. Um, Again, Square is a publisher, not a developer. But particularly because they've shared those Western studios with other noticeable IP, you know, Square don't have Deus Ex, they don't have Tomb Raider anymore. So it is, and I know I'm generalizing, there are plenty of other Square IP, but essentially it's a Final Fantasy engine. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, yeah, I said. That one's the most, nope, that one's the most important. Kingdom Hearts first. It's really not. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. Um, not to discredit Kingdom Hearts and its. Appeal, okay, you just don't. Um, so but uh, story. if we're talking about the the scale of the two beasts that Square has on their chains, I think the one that's tugging more um, in terms of widespread appeal, we're probably yeah, talking Kingdom Final Hearts. Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly wonder if Kingdom Hearts is part of the reason like why a deal hasn't gone through because Disney has to be part of it. I I don't think so. No. Cuz like PlayStation and well, I mean PlayStation and just Sony in general, not just in the video game space, but in in media have been doing deals with Disney for years like practically a decade at this point Mm -hmm. because they have to they have to license out yeah the spider-man for the mcu and stuff yeah um and obviously playstation have because it's sony they have spider-man as an ip that is exclusive to them in the gaming space so it's like i i don't think that would be an issue um particularly because kingdom hearts isn't just disney stuff like i know that it is that's like the the main main thing but it is also final fantasy characters so it's like you know i think if it was solely a disney thing maybe they there would be an issue because disney might want that to be everywhere mm-hmm. but even then kingdom hearts has had a historied relationship with playstation yeah absolutely it's been so exclusive it's like, for most you know of exactly games, so. so i think i think it's it's I guarantee you it would have already happened by now if the whole Activision Blizzard thing wasn't a thing. Mm. If if the Activision Blizzard deal had been greenlit and it was sorted by now, which it could have been, PlayStation would have announced that they were buying Square. I, I guarantee it. Um, and even if the Activision Blizzard thing didn't happen, I still think eventually we would get to the point where PlayStation was 
acquire, acquiring Square. <laughs> um, because it, it just it makes again like with Insomniac, it just makes too much sense for it to not happen. Yeah. Um, if PlayStation are already shoving out so much money to make most of the titles that Square produces exclusive in some fashion, then why not just put a ring on it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I, I saw some people surprised going back to this specific story saying about the Final Fantasy IX remake being exclusive. Some people were being like surprised. I was like, what, what, how are you, how are you surprised by this? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, they're just making money. (laughs) Are you you forgetting the fact that the entire Final Fantasy VII remake trilogy is console exclusive? 16 is console exclusive. Mm -hmm. It's just like logic stands that if there was going to be another new Final Fantasy game, even if it is a remake of an old one, like Final Fantasy VII was, PlayStation would likely also want that to be exclusive because then they can definitively be the home of Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, you know, um, again, I've said it many places, but it's like either we're okay with everyone doing it or no one doing it. So, you know, if Xbox gets to make the moves and they lock IP off with mm-hmm. actual acquisitions, then I have no issue with PlayStation doing exclusivity deals that aren't, you know, buying the publisher or developer right yeah. out. So, um, For sure. yeah. Okay. And and Final Fantasy Nine is a good game. I haven't played a lot of it, but I, I, I did play a bit of it back in the day, um, and it makes sense. I think that. A lot of the characters from Nine are arguably some of, I know not the most, but some of the more iconic characters from Final Fantasy history. So, Mm. you know, um, makes sense that they would go from Seven to this. I don't think that this is going to be in the same vein as Seven Remake. I think it will just be like a very faithful thing that isn't changing a lot. But mm. I might be wrong. Maybe they, maybe Square are like, we're just going to retcon everything in every single one of our Final Fantasy games. <laughs> maybe. I'll be down for it, you know? Yeah. Surprise me. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I've really played much Final Fantasy. Well, that's not true. In terms of time I have, in terms of which games I've played, I haven't played a lot. So. You just played a, a whole lot of 14. Yeah, made up for yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Yeah. I what so i i played a little bit of the original seven back when i was very very young with my dad because that was i think the first ps1 game he ever bought um so i played a little bit with him i don't remember that really at all played some of nine a tiny 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 bit of ten uh played a little bit of 15 when it first came out obviously played a little bit i haven't finished seven remake um but i played a, a chunk of it Recently went back to do 15, obviously, platinum that, great. Um, and I'm looking forward to playing 16. So Let me guess, you're a bigger fan of Final Fantasy 15 than I am now. You know, I wasn't going to say <laughs> it, but you did, so... <laughs> Drive me crazy. You know? God. There we are. <sighs> I have played a random Final Fantasy game on the Wii. It was like Crystal something. Um, I played that. I played a lot of it. And yeah. I played... Obviously, I've played well over a thousand hours of fourteen, I believe. Um, Damn. 
I have played 15. I got to the last boss fight. God damn it. <laughs> um, and I think I played like a tiny bit of the seven remake and that's about it. So mm. yeah, I just I just I, I don't I don't vibe super well with turn-based stuff. I don't either. Turn based, like, I, I just feel like it's so well for me, I find it very boring because I'd rather just like do the actions myself. So I think I think it's it's less that that it's boring. I get it. I get what you're saying, but I think for me, like the main gripe is that there is so much more pressure on me in terms of planning. Oh, really? Moment to moment. Yeah, because in in like in turn-based stuff, you typically in most turn-based games have like a certain amount of actions you can do per turn, right? Mm -hmm. So like you have to choose whether you want to spend this turn with this character using a heal or whether you want to do damage output or something, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, what if you decide to do damage output and then the enemy you're fighting on their follow-up turn kills you with some random nonsense and then you have to use like a super expensive potion to res and it's like at least when it's real time i don't have the time to wind myself up in my own head and mm. sort of start second guessing <laughs> what i'm doing i'm just doing it yeah which i think is the same thing that you're saying it's just that i it's a roundabout way of getting there for me well I mean, the thing is, is like, I, I, I definitely understand what you're saying. And I agree with you. Like, but for me, it is just like purely like, like, I find turn-based combat most of the time really boring. Like, it is more it really fun is, the time, I think. Yeah, it really is what it is for me is like, I'm like, why do I have to like click this button just to watch the whole cutscene over and over again? Because if you do like, especially with like Pokemon games and stuff, you just do the same attack over and over. Yeah. And then and I think also that's a good thing, like the fact that even though it's the same thing in real most real time action games, in turn based stuff, you can really you really can tell that it's like recycled animation after recycled animation. Do you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. it's like Absolutely. I'm gonna do this move and I know exactly what that move looks like. Cause mm -hmm. it's like my character has stood still, then he does the move and then he stops again. Whereas you know, in, in like a God of War, like we know that you are essentially doing the same swing over and over again, but because it's fluid and it bleeds into one another, you are less cognizant of it in the moment. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So nothing against turn-based games, you know, people love them. So, yeah. but uh, seemingly neither of our cup of teas. Besides Persona. Eh. I like Persona. Um, <laughs> Do I have uh, permission to to move on to the oh next my God. story master of the podcast? Give me a second, and then yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that felt <laughs> very arbitrary, but whatever. Um, <laughs> people who play on PC rejoice. Just like you. People who play on PC rejoice. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is coming to PC 
on July 26th of this year. This is coming from the PlayStation blog where, oh my God, what is that surname? Julian who who I'm so sorry. Oh my Julian. gosh, there's no way, dude. I cannot pronounce that. Try Googling. Hold on, let me Google it. Hewage, Hewage, Hewage. Maybe it's like a silent J. Maybe it's like Hewage Briggs. That sounds more. Julian. Um, it's, it's coming from Julian. Hugh, Hugh Bricks. Yeah. Hugh um. Bricks. Yeah. That. 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 Yeah. Hugh Bricks. That's what yeah. it says on howtopronounce.com. That. That does. That <laughs> checks. That, that checks out. Um. From Nix's Software, who obviously handles many of the PC ports for Sony First Party, they are a first party studio. After all, they were acquired uh, not that long ago in the grand scheme of things. Uh, they say, hey, everyone, the intergalactic adventures of, uh, it just says the, oh, sorry, the intergalactic adventurers, Ratchet and Clank, are making their debut on PC this summer. Uh, the Ratchet and Clank franchise recently celebrated its 20th anniversary. Oh, uh, we are thrilled and honored to be bringing this iconic franchise to a new audience. If you haven't played a game from this series before, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is an excellent one to start with. Um, we can't wait for you to meet these intergalactic heroes and start your multi-dimensional adventure. When the game launches on July 26th, um, the first details on the PC features for Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart are as follows. Uh, ray trace reflections with a variety of quality levels to choose from and newly added ray trace shadows for natural light in outdoor areas. Uh, many players enjoy playing on ultra wide monitors, and for those people, Nexus have added support for 21 by 9. Uh, why has my screen cut that off? <laughs> 21 by 9, 32 by 9, and up to 48 by 9 resolutions for triple monitor setups. That's the one thing I'm jealous about with PC players is like multiple monitors, like curved I I monitors. Have, I have two monitors, one of them's curved and ultra wide. Yeah, that that's the that's the one thing that I'm a little bit jealous of. I like to be immersed as much as possible, so that'd be pretty cool. But anyway, um, both gameplay and cutscenes have been optimized for these ultra wide screens. Uh, the game supports unlocked frame rates and includes latest performance enhancing upscaling technologies. You'll be able to choose from Nvidia DLSS three, AMD AM, oh Jesus Christ, AMD FSR two, Intel XS and Insomniac Games' Temporal Injection, uh, NVIDIA Reflex and Image Quality Enhancing, NVIDIA DLAA are also supported. Uh, there's full mouse and keyboard support with customizable controls. Controllers are also fully supported. Um, and as always, when you use a DualSense that is a wired connection to your PC, you will have the same DualSense features that we know and love and it, it will be available on Steam and in the Epic Game Store where you can wishlist or pre-purchase the game right now. That got intense there at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you have you played Rift Apart? I have not, no. God fucking damn it. <laughs> I'm just going to start lying to you. I feel like this is too, too um, distressing. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> if you say it's fine enough, maybe it, it will be. Yeah, it's just convincing myself. It's Stockholm syndrome. Um, 
it's a very good game. Um, it is for PlayStation players that aren't aware. It is on the PlayStation Plus catalog, so you can play it for, for free. Um, I highly encourage you to do so. It is one of the best PlayStation 5 games out there currently. Um, it is not on previous gen, so it is a fully next gen game. Um, I'm going to stop saying next gen because it is current gen now, for the love of God. Um, and yeah, it's just a really great third person platformer action game, um, which sounds homogenous amongst the vast array of other third person action shooter platformer games on PlayStation. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a historic, as it says in this uh, blog post, historic franchise. I've been playing it since I can remember. Um, and this is the second best Ratchet & Clank game there is. So, so it's number one, then. A crack in time. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that will ever be beaten. I mean, not that it will ever be beaten, because I'm sure Insomniac could could top it somehow. But I think uh, there was a gameplay mechanics story, particularly in Cracking Time, was incredibly uh, well done. Um, just a nice balance all round, just, just very good across the board. But so is so is Rev Apart, and obviously they have like the um, portal tech in rift apart you know where you're going through dimensions and it's like split second loading and you're in a completely brand new planet um which is all very impressive so it's a good showpiece for for what the ps5 can do as well yeah. so um yeah absolutely worth playing i think okay. i think particularly on pc where frame rates are unlocked and you have all this ultra wide support i think it's gonna sing um on pc yeah, I still want to see, like, I still want to play Returnal on PC. I probably won't, but. Yeah, I can see that being good, too, with the, mm -hmm. the frame rates and stuff. Yeah, it would be yeah. exciting. Okay, well, look at us making a slightly reasonable time for a show. Damn. Would you like to do one of the Limitless or meh? Sure, hit me with one. What do you look at while you talk during the podcast? Um, Taylor left a note here that says, I look at my future. Oh, wait, there is none. Just wanted yeah. to guys. Yeah. And Taylor disappeared now, so he's gone, you know? Look at mm -hmm. he, he was prophetic. Um, I, I look at the notes, which are on a monitor that I have here, a very basic monitor. Um, I have my laptop in front of me, which is where the camera is. And then I have my monitor with my notes to the side. I have this set up for not only the podcast, but for work in general, because I want to be typing here. And if I've got something that I need to be researching or whatever, um, copying out patch notes for games or whatever boring nonsense I do for work, um, just expedites the process. Mm -hmm. And if I'm looking at this screen, typically I don't ever look in the camera because I think that's weird. And more often than not, I'm looking at myself. Yeah, inside, that was kind of my curiosity because I feel like I look at myself a lot. <laughs> inside our, our recording software. Not yeah. because I don't want to look at Brie, but because I 
as you can Don't tell, let it pull you. I, I move around a lot and I need to make sure that I'm in shot. Um, and also, I uh, also doesn't want to look at me. Don't let him. Don't let yeah, him give yeah, you excuses. Sure, that, that's uh, yeah, one hundred percent accurate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, just that you know, like my hair's wild, so like more often than not, it will just start like drooping down if I'm not careful. So every now and then, I have to just sort of whip it back. Um, yeah, to prevent myself from looking like I've got a a bowl cut or something, which I do not yeah. have. But sometimes my hair can just sort of. It, it naturally has a tendency to fall like that if I'm not careful. So that that's so you do the, have a bowl cut. That's what I'm hearing. Otherwise, how would it fall like that? No, that's that's not that's <laughs> it's just that the the my fringe sort mm -hmm. of the, the way that it naturally sits sometimes droops down and seems quite uniform. Because of the way that okay. I have it cut when it's up here, mm -hmm. if it falls down, it looks very, you know, not like 100% straight line, but you, like a messy bowl cut, we'll say. Okay. So it's not that I have a bowl cut. It's just that the way that my hair is cut at the top, if it droops down where it is not supposed to be, then it looks mildly bowl cutty. Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't really look at anything else. Um, yeah. I'm I'm checking my email every now and then, but that's on my other monitor in a different tab because I'm a busy person. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just had a ping from my phone and I looked down at my phone. Then, um, sometimes I look to the sky. That is true. Sometimes you like look off into the side, which I assume I I believe there's a window there. But... There's a window over there. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just stare out the window. So yeah, I've got a very nice view. So. I believe you. I don't. Yeah. I have a view of another townhome across the way. <laughs> so yeah. I've yeah. got rolling fields and hills. Do you actually? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm jealous. Anyways, um, I think I mostly look at myself. Um, if if people are talking, I try to watch, like I try and pay attention to them talking. Um mm to try and help myself focus as much as possible because I'll, sure. I'll I very easily get lost in my train of thought. So yeah, um, I'll either be staring at myself or whoever's talking, mostly myself. And I also don't look in the camera, but one, it is awkward, but also it's in a really weird place. Like the camera is like right there. And so it's like, it's in between my two monitors. So there's no reason for me to actually like look at the camera unless I'm just being weird. So mm. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go. And yeah. Taylor looks at not the future. Yeah, because he has none. Mm -hmm. As he himself has stated. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. All righty. <laughs> I think that's a good time. Um, I will let you guys go. It can be a shorter episode week, just slightly. But yeah. I hope you had a good time with Sam and I. And don't forget to follow us subscribe please become a patron so that we can get tattoo uh we can get a tattoo on kevin's butt yeah. very important oh, Hollow Knight. no i don't think so that's like that's almost like that's not punishment you know uh, but you see you see what we can do there we do we more can, than the chicken we can, we can place the the lawsuit on him ah Biggest so we're trying to get time. kevin we're trying to get kevin sued yeah and we're like haha -ha pranks
Okay. Sure. Yeah. I say we do more at the chicken. What if we do more the chicken? Oh, no. <laughs> but, like, in the style of a Hollow Knight character. I mean, that'd be interesting. I thought you were going to go, like, more the chicken versus Hollow Knight and then do, like, one. Oh, yeah, I suppose that, too. Yeah, that could work. That'd be quite and then if too. Kevin twerks, it's like they're fighting each other. <laughs> you know, Brie. <laughs> yeah. You've said you've said you've said many things on this podcast over over the uh, year or so we've done this. You said many things. <laughs> Yeah. That might just be the worst of them. Yeah. <laughs> that is legitimately one of the worst mental images. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Listen, you let us hear. <laughs> See, but did I though? Did I though? Because I wasn't necessarily envisioning one character per <laughs> cheek. You know? <laughs> that was you. Okay. <laughs> I want I want to go now. Okay, we can go. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Kevin's gonna kill me. <laughs> All right, bye guys. Get us a thousand page. <laughs>